Hi everyone, welcome to Sorcerer's The Fountaining Fortnightly Podcast. I'm your host Nandini Krishnan and with the Booker Prize 2023 set to be announced tomorrow, what could we possibly talk about but the shortlist? This must be the year of dystopian fiction because at least 3 and arguably 4 of the 6 shortlisted novels deal with something of a post-apocalyptic world or at least an alternate reality which is a dystopia. I'll start with the two that are set in a world that could be ours more or less today. The Beasting by Paul Murray is the first of the books on the shortlist that I read, and I was immediately struck by the humor and the sadness in the writing, the humor in the sadness even. So the characters do the things you're desperately hoping they won't. You want to call out to them and ask them not to do this. You want to shout, you know what to do. Go to Sarah's home, not to the damn drain. You'll know what I'm talking about when you get around to reading the book. But it is part Bildungsroman, part family drama, and told in several voices that so skillfully layer the characters, entirely changing our perceptions of them as they go. The other one set in our reality is Chetna Maru's debut novel, Western Lane. The title finds mention in the very first page of the book, and the sentence uh, in which it is mentioned is. This is what I hear when I remember the year after our mother died and our father had us practicing at Western Lane 2 3 4 hours a day. So, you know it's a story about grief. It's also a story about squash about a man trying to raise three adolescent girls of whom the youngest is the narrator of that sentence. In a larger sense it's a, a novel about how sports I guess particularly for those of us with sporty leanings can become a way into redemption from grief. And now for the four novels that I've bunched together as alternate reality. Maybe because uh, they tend to have biblical overtones in setting, theme, even title. And let's start with This Other Eden by Paul Harding with another very unsubtle reference. The story is set in the fictitious Apple Island which is full of sinners in some sense. It's a sort of oasis of an island off the American coast where fugitives and outcasts have built a society. I guess the central question here is what happens to the misfits. Even as I say this I'm reminded of William Golding's Lord of the Flies. You know, you have nothing and you build a system up from scratch. You could model yourself on anything. or you could choose to make something completely new and yet what do you choose to do except in this case they have had more than a century to build their system and the collapse comes from outside at least the trigger for the collapse comes from outside i don't want to give too much away but let's say you have policing from the outside the long arm of the law reaching into the oasis and what happens after Um so I should at this point talk about another novel with some similar themes which is Prophet Song uh but it is my personal favorite for the book along with the beasting and I want to book end the podcast with these two so I'll come to that right at the end so then this if i survive you by Jonathan Escoffrey which has been described as a novel in stories it begins in 1979 with a migration to america and then it follows uh, two generations as they negotiate the world in, into which they are born the world in which they grew up or in which they are growing up 
the political and cultural climate of this world and how their encounters with this climate alter their own perceptions of this world to me um i don't know this novel dwells a bit on the obvious it tends to ram in its themes but maybe that's exactly what has got it into the shortlist and what might get it the booker because no one seems to be a fan of subtlety now so if you're fond of the idea of calling out maybe this is the book for you Study for Obedience by Sarah Bernstein is kind of the opposite of this very feminine writing if one can still use that as an adjective without being accused of misogyny and very subtle in some ways my favorite thing about it is the atmospheric um well i guess you could say the atmospheric nature of the threat how it slowly grows how one feels unsettled how you almost immerse yourself into the novel as you're reading it or rather the novel immerses you into itself um and the fact that the narrator is a flawed one maybe atmospheric horror is the term i was looking for and maybe in some ways you could compare it with the juan rulfo's uh, pedro paramo in that there is an outsider entering a community with its own ways which are near impossible to comprehend and what that outsider begins to observe and feel and experience and and this growing sense of isolation i found it hard to read in some ways but there is my own personal hang up i find i generally find it hard to read books in which bad things happen to animals and boy the bad things happen <laughs> i had to tell myself these animals don't really exist except in the imagination of the writer which was also my coping mechanism for reading the discomfort of an evening no the discomfort of evening you remember the one which won the international booker a few years ago last on the list well last on my uh, at least on on this dissection of the list and arguably my favorite along with the beasting is paul lynch's prophet song i fell in love with the writing first the opening page is so lyrical and so perceptive of human emotion even while describing what is seemingly the simplest thing a mother answering the doorbell her youngest on her hip you could read more about it but i hesitate to give the slightest thing away because paul lynch so expertly challenges our misconceptions of the things we take for granted for instance when you hear mother of four you picture a suburban housewife right not a scientist Uh, so here in this novel again you have Ireland being taken over by a tyrannical regime and although we know the trope the rules break the rules break down chaos is rampant the society is collapsing and the individual must make hard choices what stands out is the fact that the writing the plot and the characters somehow make this novel unique it feels like a story that has never been told before All right then we'll know in about 24 hours which one of these will walk away with the grand prize but we now have six new books to read so let me sign off by wishing you happy reading do send in your thoughts and comments uh, to feedback@fountaining.in that's f e e d b a c k@fountaining.in and if you're not sure of that spelling you can look up the listing on the podcast or the username on whichever social media network you found this on i'll see you in a couple of weeks and goodbye folks